This is episode 269 of the Two Birth and Beyond podcast. We're so excited to have you with us on this episode of To Birth and Beyond. I'm Jesse Mundell, mom, kinesiologist, and fitness coach to pregnant and current moms. And I'm Anita Lambert, mom, pelvic health and orthopedic physiotherapist with a focus on women's health. On the show, we provide information and education on fitness, the pelvic floor, fertility, pregnancy, birth, postpartum, and women's health. We offer a brave space to have candid and vulnerable conversations on the struggles and joys of motherhood including all aspects of our physical, mental, and emotional health. While you're listening in, please remember that the information on the show is not meant to diagnose or treat any medical conditions. Please speak with your medical provider for all things related to your healthcare. We're so excited to have you. Let's dive into today's show. Hey, it's Anita here. If you're listening to today's episode, you're likely pregnant or planning to become pregnant in the future or work with pregnant clients. So I didn't want you to miss out on two resources I've created to help you feel more prepared for the pushing part of birth. If you're wanting to learn all about pushing, along with how to address pain and pelvic floor symptoms in pregnancy, feel fully prepared mentally and physically for labor and pushing, along with your partner being prepared to support you during birth, plus how to navigate those first six weeks of your postpartum recovery, then my Bumped Birth Method online program is for you. Hundreds of expecting moms, as well as health and birth professionals, have already gone through it, and you can access the entire program as soon as you join. Bumped Birth includes key strategies that I share with my prenatal physiotherapy clients and that I used myself in my own two births. If you're wanting to only learn about pushing itself, I'm offering again my Prepare You and Your Pelvic Floor for Pushing workshop coming up on January 22nd. And if you can't make it live, you'll be sent to the replay after the live workshop. In this workshop, it covers key pushing strategies that I teach my physio clients and that is all and that are also in Bump to Birth. Everything from pushing position options, both medicated and unmedicated, plus strategies for the timing around pushing and breathing strategies around pushing, how your partner can support you during pushing, and questions to ask your care provider about pushing before Labor Day, plus so much more. For more info about Bump to Birth and about my online workshop, check out the show notes for links, and you can always send me a DM over on Instagram at Holistic Health Physio, and I'm happy to chat to see which one is the best fit for you. Welcome back to the Two Birth and Beyond podcast. It's Anita here. And today's episode is going to be all about how to use a birth ball in pregnancy. I find so many of my clients hear about using it in labor, but when we start to work together in pregnancy, as well as those who join Bump to Birth, they're surprised to hear of all the ways they could actually use a birth ball in their pregnancy for so many benefits. So it can help manage or get ahead of aches and pains, which are just really annoying to deal with in pregnancy, specifically pelvic pain and back pain. So I'm going to run through some different ways that you can use it. And like I said, today's is going to be specifically about pregnancy. We're not going to be diving into ways you can use it in labor today. So first, let's start with Some of you may be wondering, is a birth ball the same as an exercise ball? And it is. So anywhere you can find an exercise ball. So typically you're going to find these in any store that sells fitness supplies or online as well. So they are the same thing. Now, what you want to be sure of is that you're getting the right size ball for you. 
typically a birth ball or exercise ball will go by size in terms of your height. So wherever you're purchasing it, make sure you look for a height chart and that'll help you figure out what size ball to purchase. So for example, I'm five foot nine and I use a 65 centimeter ball. So someone who is shorter may use a 55 centimeter ball. And if you're over, if you're six feet or over, then you may be using a 75 centimeter ball. But again, double check the height chart wherever you're buying your ball. And this also goes for if you're borrowing a ball, because I do hear this often too, you know, my parents have an exercise ball or my friend does. And while that can be great, just make sure that it's the right size for you. So be sure to blow it up to the maximum capacity it can. If it happens to be an older um, exercise ball, sometimes they get stretched out. And even though you blow them up more, they still might sink more than you want them to. So just before you get started using one, make sure it's the right size for you. Now, another question I commonly get asked, and this is more so if you have a desk job. So whether you work from home or from an office, people will ask, you know, should I just use the ball on its own to sit on? Or should I get a ball inside one of those chair frames? And you'll be able to look this online to see what I'm talking about if you're not familiar with it. But usually it's a metal frame and the ball just kind of sits on it. It'll have a little backrest and usually we'll have also some wheels on it. So you can kind of roll around almost like a, a rolling stool. My preference is for you to sit on a ball and not use the frame. And you'll see why when we talk about different movements with the birth ball. So particularly for this situation would be sitting. If you use the ball inside a frame, you're really not going to get the same benefit from it. So it, it won't feel quite as good. It still can be helpful, but you'll find getting movement while you're sitting on the ball can often be what actually feels really good. So let's go into ways to actually use the birth ball in pregnancy. And like I said, you can use this as early as you want. So some people feel like, oh, I, I shouldn't really use one until later in pregnancy. You know, does that make me weaker or anything like that? And it does not. I would say anyone I know who uses it says they wish they had started sooner. So it really is never too early to start using a birth ball in pregnancy. So let's start with using it for sitting. So like I said, if you're working from home or you work in an office and you typically sit for work, or even if part of your day is sitting, using a birth ball can be great because a lot of times when it comes to pelvic and back aches and pains, it's not necessarily how we're sitting, although that can be a part of it. It's often that we're not getting enough movement or variation in our day. So if you can picture sitting on the ball and you're going to think of tucking your tailbone under, so that's like a pelvic tilt under, and then stick your tail back. And if you repeat those movements, that's called the pelvic tilt, and it can feel so good on your back and your pelvis. You can also do pelvic circles. And again, this can come back in labor in terms of these are great labor options, but in pregnancy, these feel great. So especially if you're having to sit for long periods of time, or if you're in meetings or, you know, a lot of virtual calls, this is a way for you to bring movement into your day, even if you can't get up to move around. So that's one way to use it that can, can be really, really helpful. And again, you can use that too, when you're at home, if you have one um, like in your living room area or wherever you typically hang out, 
it's a great option instead of always feeling like you have to sit on the couch or a lounger or another chair. This can actually feel much better for sitting on and to allow you to have some movement even when you're just hanging out. Now, another way to use a birth ball would be kneeling over it. So I should mention too, I will on Instagram when this podcast comes out, I will create a post so that you can see what some of these movements look like as well. But I'll do my best to describe them over the, the podcast. So kneeling over the ball. This would be your kneeling on the floor and then letting your arms and chest rest on the ball. Now, I know in pregnancy, your chest can be growing and changing and can often be sore if you're kind of resting on something. So adjust however you need to allow your upper body to rest on the birth ball because this can feel amazing for your back and your pelvis. It really gives those areas a break, allows your abdomen to relax. This is also great for baby positioning as well. So you could picture using this as a break during your day. Again, if you happen to sit a lot from work for work, or also think of using this at the end of your day. So instead of always feeling like, okay, I can only lounge hanging out on the couch or a chair, Kneeling over the ball can feel great. Now, another kind of variation on kneeling over the ball is child's pose and then leaning on the ball. So if you can picture that, you're going to have your um, feet or your heels together and your knees wide, uh, wide apart. And then just let your upper body rest on the ball. So let your bum sit right onto your heels or as close as you can to your heels so that it's in a relaxed position. Bring the ball close to you and just lean basically almost like your cheek on the ball so you can rest the side of your head on the ball and your arms and again you can still watch Netflix in this position you can still hang out with um, with your partner with your family with your friends it's just a really great way to give your back and your pelvis a break and again great to allow your abdomen to relax too now in terms of actual child's pose stretch I find as your belly grows too and if you're listening to this and you're in your third trimester, you'll know what I'm talking about. Doing child's pose at that point can feel super awkward because you're like, I have this belly here. I can't really reach forward like I did before. So what you're going to do instead is your legs are going to be in the same, you know, traditional child's pose position, but then place your arms on the ball, specifically your hands. So your palms down onto the ball. And then I want you to push the ball away from you. And by doing this, you're going to feel your whole back, your whole spine extend, and you'll feel this really nice upper stretch in between your shoulder blades, which is really, really hard to be able to get to that point in pregnancy. And an extra bonus, you will want to do this postpartum. This feels amazing, especially um, after you've now been in the realm of whether it's breastfeeding or however you're feeding your baby, that forward position that we're in all the time with, you know, carrying the baby and leaning forward, this feels amazing on the upper back. So that's child's pose stretch with the ball. Now, those were all very much, you know, reaching forward and lengthening the spine. There is one that feels great that's more of a back bend over the ball. So what you're going to do you're going to take your birth ball 
and you're going to roll it on the floor up against your couch or some sort of chair, something that's really sturdy or, you know, coffee table can work too, or even against the wall. You're going to sit cross-legged in front of it with the ball behind you. Now, from there, scooch your bum back. So it's like right close to the ball and your back is all along the ball. What you can do is cross your arms in front. Take a nice deep breath in. As you exhale, think of arching your back up and back over the ball. So really, it'll be your upper back and even your neck, depending again on the height of your ball, can rest comfortably up and back over the ball. Also depends on your flexibility too. You may not get that far and that's totally okay. Regardless, you're going to get a really, really nice stretch in the upper back and the chest as well. If you want to get a little bit more into the shoulders, you can reach your arms forward so that they're straight out. And then as you arch up and back over the ball, you're going to reach the arms up with you. So that one can feel great. And you can just, you know, exhale to arch back, inhale to come out of it. And again, exhale to arch back. Some people like to stay in it for a breath or two. It's really up to you. But again, it's a really nice way to get like an upper back bend that feels comfortable by using the ball for support. Now let's move to one other one. This is more for your legs. So again, deep lunges are great in pregnancy for helping to lengthen and release tension around the hips, around the inner thighs. Also a great way to prepare for birth because you may use lunges when you're in labor. And so what you can do is you would be up on your knees and you would place one foot forward and then your other is you're kneeling on that knee. So you can picture kind of like a almost a runner's lunge in a way, but picture it being a little bit more open to the side. So more of a side lunge versus a straight forward lunge. Place the ball in front of you so you can rest your elbows on it. And as you go into your lunge, as you lunge forward to feel a nice deep stretch in the um, inner thigh, the ball is going to roll with you. So why I love this one is you get to rest your upper body on the ball. You get that nice support, but because it's a ball, you're getting that rolling and that rhythmical movement while you're going into the lunge. And again, some people like to exhale into their lunge and then inhale, come back. Some people like to exhale into the lunge and then stay in it for a couple of breaths, whatever feels good to you and play around with the angle of your legs so that you feel that you can really get into a nice deep lunge. And so repeating that on both sides can be great. Some people like to just hang out in it as a, as a stretch. So there's a couple of options for you in terms of how to use the birth ball in pregnancy. And again, you can use these as movement breaks. You can use them at the end of your day. You can use them to start your day. There's just so many ways to use this ball in pregnancy that I really wanted to do an episode because if you're pregnant, I don't want you to miss out on this. It, it can make you feel so much better throughout your day by the end of your day and then also in preparation for birth. Once you hear this episode, let me know if you're planning to try using the birth ball in pregnancy. Send us a DM over on Instagram at Two Birth and Beyond Podcast, or you can send me a DM over on my page at Holistic Health Physio, 
would love to hear from you and let me know how you're planning to use the birth ball. We hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of the To Birth and Beyond podcast. You can find any links or resources we discussed in the show notes at tobirthandbeyond.com. And if you enjoyed today's show, we would love for you to leave us a review on iTunes and subscribe to the To Birth and Beyond podcast in iTunes or Stitcher. 